Hi, I'm Nick Gill, International Strength and Conditioning Coach. I've been working with the All Blacks for the past 15 years and have been part of two successful Rugby World Cups. I love to coach rugby players and I love to see them succeed on and off the field. And now, I can be part of your rugby journey. This episode is brought to you by Perform. Perform will help you dominate on the pitch, push for selection, and reach your full potential. If you've ever wondered how top rugby players structure their training, when they work on speed, what they do in the gym, how they become match fit, how they recover, and finally, how much they eat, we provide you with the blueprint by sharing all of Gilly's tried and tested training methods and coaching education with you in our Perform membership. As a listener of the Rugby Ready podcast, you get to save 50% off your first four weeks by using the code podcast at checkout. Go to www.rugbyready.ca backslash perform and sign up today. What's going on, Rugby Ready listeners? This is your host, Tyler Buck, also known as Bucky. On this episode of the Rugby Ready podcast, I got to sit down with Ofa Tuangafasi to chat all things training and recovery. Enjoy. What would you say your superpower is on the rugby field? Superpower. I don't think I don't think I have any superpowers, but for me, I think one of my strengths would be obviously I've been pleased with size, you know, strength. And I think for a prop, especially my size, since from a young age I've always loved training, especially you know, the road was free to run. I loved road run. Um, had a gym membership that paid for since, since I was 15. So I think for me, I can, and I'm definitely not the fastest, but I can grind out of 80 easy if I have to. You know, like I think that's from probably took from a very young age. Uh, I trying to put me in a good speed. So I think, yeah, I think for me, it would be uh, strength and um yeah, can can grind out that 80 easy, 80 minutes easy if I have to. So maybe that maybe that's your superpower then. Maybe you're the 80 minute man. Said, oh, if I have to, I can, you know, like obviously, but nowadays with especially if you look at the All Blacks with, with the propping stuff that we have, this guaranteed game pump for you know for the guys on the beans. So if I can you know, put that 80 into uh, 40 50 minutes if I'm starting or come off the bench for 30. You know, it's a bonus for the team to have fresh guys on the um, on the field. So um yeah, like well, when I started we only had one prop on the bench and 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 one guy one one starting prop we have to go 80. You know, so um I think it's a it's probably a good thing for me to have is you know if I can go push on for 80 I'm I'm happy to Love it, man. I love it. How so? How important for you is strength and conditioning? Like, obviously, you said, you know, if you have to, you can last eighty minutes. But how much of an edge do you think your training gives you as a rugby player? Um, strength and conditioning, especially for prop. Um, and I think for everyone that's playing rugby, uh, it's it's one of the key areas. Uh, from from a young age, Dad always says, well, the fitter you are, the more fun you'll have on the field. And you know, I've had that since I was I was young, since I started. So I try I try to get as fit as I can without overdoing things, especially for during the season. But uh, off season, you can you know you can always push the boat out whenever. 
but uh, yeah, strength and conditioning plays a, a big part in your in your game. Your game, and uh, the higher you go, the better, the stronger you need to be. Because everyone's training, you know, if not doing the same thing as you, they'll, they'll be doing more. So it's all those things you just got to keep up with, and and sometimes you maintain. Everyone's different, you know. Sometimes you need to get fitter, get stronger, and you know, sometimes you. You've got to you've got to that stage, and you just need to maintain and, and look after the body. Like like myself, getting old, been around for a while now, so uh, it's more maintained at the moment. And uh, I love I love off season where I can just train and and do whatever I want. Obviously, with no games, I can you know push the boat out almost every day if I have to. How how would you say working with Gilly, like having him as your S and C coach? How has he helped you as a rugby player? He's been great, man. Uh, obviously, a big part of, of where I'm today. Uh, as a young kid, you know, just going to the gym, going for road runs. Uh, I didn't have look at look at kids nowadays with, with social media and and the resources that, that we you know that we can access now. Um, I think kids, the kids now are, are quite lucky. Um, I wish I had that growing up where I can where I can reach out to you know to, to a personal trainer or or a rugby trainer, rugby coach, and ask you know what do I need to work on, or have a training session with them where he can you know identify what I need to work on that I can't see. Um, but Achilles been massive for me uh, going into the All Blacks. Uh, he saw it straight away. You know you need to you know, lose a bit of body fat. Because um, I was, I was already. I think I was super strong, but I wasn't powerful. Hmm. And Gilly saw that, and he said, "You don't need to, you know, squat two eighty you know, every week. You need to bring it down, and you need to move a little bit faster." Which is definitely one of the things I, I think of. You know, I wish I was. If I could turn the clock back, would be uh, I need to do a little bit more um, explosive work in the gym rather than just turning up and, and lift as heavy as I can. And also do, you know, I saw that I was putting agility was good, but I couldn't uh, change. Um, I wasn't as change speed, change direction, and and, and change momentum fast. So Gilly did a lot of speed work of Gilly. So, um, yeah, he's been great. Obviously, uh, has a lot of knowledge and experience. He's been doing this for a long time. So, um, well, if I was a young kid now, I'd reach out, right? Slide a message into his uh, Instagram account and just ask for some help. Uh, it definitely help. Awesome, man. You know, that's cool to hear you say as well, because one of the things that I've realized working with Gilly is he's not married to any one way of training. He really looks at the athlete as a whole to figure out what they need specifically. And it's it's cool to hear that he's done that with you as well. Yeah, he's great. Like I said, um, everyone's different. You know, Gilly could can see that and uh and kind of you know, individualize your program to what suits you and, and and you know what will make you better. Like I said, he's been around for a very long time in the game, and uh, he knows he knows the definitely he'll definitely know what what you need to work on. What would you say the most helpful tip or thing you've learned about training has been for you specifically? Specifically. I think shifting was what I need is a pop. 
not doing too much, not doing everything that I think would be good for me, but like that's when Gilly comes in, you know, and just identifying what I need to work on, the little things, getting more, getting a little bit faster, getting a little more powerful. Rather than just doing, doing long distance grind uh, on the same speed, I can do no shorter stuff, sprint a little bit more, have a bit more rest. It's more realistic to, to ride you to a game of footy, you know what I mean? Rather than trying to run a marathon and train for a marathon and go play rugby. You know what I mean? So, um, but that comes from having someone there to guide you, like someone like Gilly, I'd say, to, you know, I only, you only know what you know. So, getting the extra bit of knowledge would, would go a long way. I totally agree, man. And, and you know, uh, as athletes, I think it can be easy to not see your own blind spots. Like, you could be really comfortable in the gym. Like you said, you could do your running your recovery, but sometimes all it takes is for someone just to take a look at what you're doing and make a couple tweaks. And then, you know, you've then, you've then have this like massive burst of growth as an athlete. Yeah. I'm seeing. If, if you could go back in time, get a time machine and you could go back to give yourself one piece of advice, what would you say to yourself? Um, I mean, it'll be reaching out, you know, um, finding someone that could help, like specialists. Like I said, having Gilly now, accessing social media and just reach out and ask for help because it's, you know, obviously, you get the expert to have a look at you, you'll grow a lot more rather than, than thinking, you know, I know everything, and obviously what I know then is all I knew, but uh, going out of my way to find someone that could help give me a program and, and try and do specific training to what I wanted to achieve, rather than running, road running for two hours and then go to the gym and, and just do whatever I wanted to do, which was which was good at the time, but uh, probably need a little bit of guidance and fast time to get that back. Awesome, man. And for you, like, I know from what I know about your rugby career, you've actually been pretty blessed with very limited injuries. So limited time on the sidelines, but what, what would you say to someone, or maybe the better question is how do you personally deal with it when you don't get selected? You know, you've been putting in the work, um, you've got your goals set and for whatever reason you don't get chosen for the team. How do you deal with that? Uh, yeah, for me, Obviously, it took me it took me a wee while to to understand and and, and figure out how to you know, how to get over it quickly. You know, because I obviously I think everyone goes through the same thing where you feel a little bit down. You know, when things don't go in the way, but it's a matter of how quickly can you get out of it. You know, can you pick yourself back up and and get back on the horse and get keep working. And um, I think I've got a good uh, system in place where. I'm thinking positivity, positivity and, and and looking at the bigger picture and having the mindset that um, everything happens for a reason and there's a there's better things ahead that's coming your way. So um, it not only you know it keeps me going but it gets me up a lot faster than you know like 
feeling down about what's what, what happened and, and nothing goes goes my way. Yeah, I think it's me, but everyone's different, you know. Like, yeah, so staying positive is is probably one of the big things. And you know what? I I totally agree, man. And one of the things that I've learned that's been really valuable when facing setbacks as well is to give yourself a set amount of time where you're allowed to be upset about it. And then once that's over, it's over. Then you got to like move on and and start pushing forward again. Cause I think, I think people can make that mistake too, where, you know, they brush it off, like nothing's wrong instead of dealing with the emotions for a little while and then using it to fuel them, you know? Exactly. Exactly. 100%. Um, Yeah. Like you said, I've I've been quite lucky with my career. Uh, I'd say, Maybe ninety-five percent of the things I wanted to, you know, have in place, I planned, what I planned out has, you know, fallen into place. But uh, you know, sometimes not just rugby, you know, life, life as well. There's, there's always things, you know, things that don't go your way and things that life throw at you. But uh, you know, just having that positive mindset, where uh, you can feel down for a little bit, but uh, you're just gonna get back up and then keep going. Totally, man. What do you do? I'm interested to know, what do you do to switch off and take time away from rugby? Yeah, obviously I've got, uh, I've got three girls. I'm Lucy Doki and Amara. My wife's at home with me all the time. So I, I spend I spend time with them when, when I'm at home. I love, I love going out for a round of golf just because of that reason. You know, I can go out for Around takes you four to five hours, and you just get away from the world, away from footy. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I love, love, love to do. Um, I, I'm, I think I've, got, I've got a good system in place. I've got good people in place as well that could, um, that, I, that I go to whenever I need. I you know, talk about stuff like footy, but uh, I'm, I'm quite good, but I'm, I'm, I'm real positive. I, I mean, I don't get down too much, but uh, I still I love footy. You know, that's my job, so I can't get you know too down about. Yeah, I, I think I'm just real positive, but like whenever I can, I switch off. But uh, I enjoy turning up to training, I enjoy playing, enjoy seeing the boys. I don't think I ever get sick of footy. <laughs> I love to hear that, dude. And you know, it's cool. It's really cool to hear that too, because I think people can get really stuck in uh, like achieving goals. Like you've achieved massive goals, right? But then it's easy to get stuck in, okay, what's next? What am I doing next? And just constantly putting pressure on yourself instead of enjoying where you are and, and seeing like, you know, if, if you had written yourself, you know, a letter from 10 years ago to today, and this is where you wanted to be and you're actually living it now, like that's pretty special. Yeah. I'm listening. It's funny when you say that because, I've still got I've still got a list that I wrote back in 2008. I think I was 15 at the time, and 95 percent of the stuff I wrote down, 95, 99 percent, like it happened, and and that's where exactly where I am today. The only thing missing was, but the only thing that I didn't take off was um going to the 2015 World Cup. You know, I was, I was in a squad there year, but um but missed out. So well, I'm here today. There's only one out of what 30 40 things I wrote down, you know what I mean? So I can't get down or be unhappy about it. But I, every time I look at that list, it, it, you know, it keeps me, keeps me going. Like I'm, I'm always positive. 
know, whatever happens, happens. But uh, yeah. So then, for you, that's uh, that's awesome to hear, man. Like, so obviously, for you, goal setting is massive, and it works, right? It's when you write it down, yeah. you know, dream, believe, achieve, as they say. Exactly, exactly. You know, we can't think too far ahead, but it's always it's good to have a target, have a, have a goal to get towards, you know. And and for me, having those goals is it's just ticking them off. You know, you don't get there and settle or arrive. There's always another bigger things to do after that. So um, yeah, I've still got I've still got a a lot of stuff to a lot of goals I suppose to to take, but um, I'm I'm pretty content. I'm, I'm happy. Like I said, whatever happens happens for a reason, and for me, for me, just keeping positive. There's there's always something better coming. Pretty sage sage words of wisdom right there, man. I love it. What would you say? What would you say to the young listeners out there, uh, in terms of giving them advice or words of wisdom? There's going to be a lot of young male and female rugby players out there that really would respect what you have to say? Uh, I'd say everyone's been placed in a different way. Everyone's unique. Um, so I, I wouldn't say like you're special. I put in the hard work. Um, reach out to people for help if you need to, especially like with what we're talking about now, um, I wish I had a had a trainer, you know, someone they could see me and what I need to work on at a at a, at a young age and and give me specific training program where I can again work on myself and be better. Um, keep working hard and you know, believe in yourself because that's what I did. Not the most talented, but actually uh, put in a lot of hard work at a young age and I think they put me in a, in a good state to where I am today uh, yeah just believe in in life there'll be you know there, there'll be stuff that won't go the way you want it to but uh, a lot of you down for a little bit but just get up and keep working what specific practices do you have for recovery i know there's a lot of guys that'll do like sauna ice baths some like massage yoga what do you do specifically to keep your body right i think yeah all the all the things all the things you mentioned um, i've tried and, uh, and i'm still doing them but uh for me it's always been what can i do you know what else can i do to be you know to, to add another percentage on top of whatever i wherever i am today to get that one percentage but um, your recover recovery is one of those things. The things you must do it plays plays a massive part in in, in my career. Not only you know, to get the best training sessions out of you, or be it be at the right place physically come game day. But um, like you said before, I've, I've had I've been around for a while, and I've been I've been very lucky with no injuries. And I think I think the amount of time. And I say money that I've invested into my recovery has helped me massively um, in terms of the longevity of my career so far. Um, I, I do a lot of stuff in terms of recovery and all the stuff you mentioned, massages, 
you know, going out and seeing specialists and going out and, and for training camps. Yeah, for me, that, that's part of recovery because mm-hmm. you're getting your body fit and right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I probably double the amount of time I train to do recovery do, do and then recovery? just get the body right. Yeah. You know, I got to admit, though, like I can openly and honestly say I'm a bit of a wimp when it comes to the cold ice baths and I much prefer a sauna. <laughs> oh, I love I don't know. I don't know the whole uh, research is behind the ice bath, but my body feels good yeah. afterwards in the next day. So like for me, it works for me. You know, I don't need to go on about researchers say this it's gonna benefit this but i feel good afterwards so i think it's working for me so i've been doing it for a long time as well so uh, yeah and i'll keep doing it i love the asthma <laughs> crazy man you're crazy well even gilly said too we had done a podcast a while ago and we talked about that and he said you know in the literature um there are merits to ice baths but when it comes to recovery for athletes the most important thing is to do the things that you'll actually do over and over and over again that work for you specifically. So yeah. I hope, like, I hope people listening to this, you know, if you want, lo- if you want an ice bath and it works for you, do it, but try a bunch of different things so you can be consistent, you know? Yeah. Ice bath is, is just a small part of recovery. I think mm-hmm. for me that the two biggest part of recovery for me is nutrition and sleep. You eat the right food and you, and you get in some good sleeps over the week or that, that's, that's the best form of recovery for me. And obviously you do your stretching, your massage, your sauna, your ice bath and all of that on top of a good sleep and, and good nutrition, good food, you'll, you know, you'll be at the top of your game for a long time. How does that go? Because you said, you mentioned earlier, you've got three little girls. So I imagine... Uh sleep at home could could be challenging oh, no no not too bad my girls are a little older now uh, not, not older but they're once 12 10 and six year old yeah so, uh, yeah they go to bed at eight o'clock when i'm in bed at nine nine thirty sleep from here till six so um, yeah still getting a good sleep obviously earlier on i know a lot of the boys have got young kids at the moment and, and it's going through that stage of I'm trying to get in good sleeps and why you can nip through the day when the kids are at school, you know, like this. Well, there's a well, there's a way. You know, you can't, if you're not sleeping at night, there should there'll be time during the day where you can, you know. Yeah. Or, and I mean, you know, naps and uh, also coffee. Coffee helps a good good bit. <laughs> yeah, I love coffee. I can't say that too much. I haven't got a coffee sponsorship yet, but. <laughs> hey, to any coffee yeah, company out there listening, he's looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, instant, instant coffee would do me. <laughs> Sweet. My mom, my mom and I are the same, dude. There's uh like this Nescafe gold. It's like a powder, which to the coffee yeah. moms is like sacrilegious, but I love it. Oh, so easy for me too. So yeah, good. Amazing, man. Amazing. Well, Alpha, thank you so much for your time today. This has been great. Uh, we really appreciate you, man. Uh, all good. All good. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Rugby Ready podcast and that you got some value from it. 
To stay in touch with us and check out all things Rugby Ready, follow us on Instagram at Rugby Ready. We'll see you next time.